Hello, you are now listening to My Fiery Diary with Velaya. I just want to start by letting you get to know a little bit about myself. Let's start with my sun sign because I'm really big on astrology. That will be a topic that I bring up. My sun sign is a Sagittarius. Now, your sun sign is something that you actually have to grow into. So, as you hear my story, you won't really be able to recognize me as a Sagittarius. Because I had a lot of energy to work out before I could get there. But, I'm getting there. I am 33 years old. I am on a life path 5 the freedom fighters I fought myself about this for a long time I I have my north node in Aries and my south node in Libra basically I wanted to be comfortable in what I was familiar with I was familiar with family and loving children and loving men obsessively. And I mean obsessively. We'll have to get into that. I'm going to have to break that down into three episodes because I've had three tragic relationships that I wasn't going to talk about. But since recently... My ex-husband published a a music video about our time together. And it was completely false. So, it's given me the importance to tell my story. My side. You don't have to believe me. You can believe whatever you want to believe. But I know it's important for me to sell, to tell my side of the story. So... I spent the first 33 years of my life trying to fill the void of not having a loving and supportive family, not having guidance, pretty much just feeling alone and abandoned and depressed at the fucking age of seven. I'm going to get into sexuality a lot here, guys, because honestly, ladies, let's get serious. We keep it to ourselves. And if we're lucky enough to have a loving and supportive mother that can answer questions and we feel that we can go to her if we should ever get curious or if something should ever happen, then... That's great. That's loving. I would wish that for every girl. No matter her preference. No matter how she's going to grow into her sexuality. Or or who she will be. Because I don't think that there's a one type of sexuality. I don't think there's right or wrong when it comes to sexuality. Except when you 
put into context of consent. Now, this is all about me, my fiery diary. I am here to spill my tea, talk about me, um, the people that I've encountered, and I'm really excited to start this and um, really put myself out there. I know and I understand that you have to be consistent and you have to diligently work for something. Nothing happens overnight. Success doesn't happen overnight unless you win the fucking lottery, but you're probably going to take like half of it in taxes. Damn, I wish I could win the lottery. (laughs) I'll pay them fucking taxes. So, I am big, 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 big on healing. Self-help. Recognizing who you see in the mirror. Self-awareness. Understanding your triggers. I understand trauma on a deep, deep level. I survived a lot of trauma. I am a filler. I have to fill my way through life. <laughs> but that's a whole nother category. So this is just going to be a simple and sweet introduction of what you can expect to hear when you come to visit me I uh I just have so I've had a life I can say that like I've definitely had a life I could talk about just one situation and I could make I, like the stories I have inside me is crazy. I write poetry. Um, I might be sharing some spoken word poetry that I've written or will write. I just find it very important, and I have this desire and my purpose has always been important to me you can really get confused and mix up things when you don't have all the pieces to the puzzle so I was always trying to rush things so I understand the art of patience and I understand the paintbrush of time so my name is Valea Gonzalez. I'm from Texas. I don't know if you can hear from my voice, but yeah, I've been here my whole fucking life in the same fucking town. I've traveled um like just barely temporarily, maybe months. I went to Colorado for some time. That was about three months that I spent there. That's a whole story in itself. And then I I went to um, a little town by Corpus. I stayed there 
for a few months. But other than that, I've just been in my small town in Texas. And it sucks. I want to build a life where I can actually do what I want. I want to travel. I want to see the world. I want to explore. I want to go to the different beaches and see how different the sand feels. I want to see the pyramids. I want to see Grand Canyon. Like, there's just so much in this fucking world. And when you come from poverty, your story just sounds a little different. You don't really have those vacation pictures. Shit. <laughs> Some people don't even have baby pictures. Poverty causes a lot of destruction in families. And I will always maintain my sense of humor, but I can get serious. I grew up in the projects. My mom was poor. She barely could work. She had seven kids. My dad went to jail. A little background about me. I'm number three of seven. And I just recognized at a young age that I was a fucking burden. And and not even like because my mom was mean to me or anything like that, but just simply because I knew, like, I was a, I was a smart fucking kid. Like, I recognized, I observed a lot. I was able to pick apart my mom's emotions because I could feel them, and I was able to ask her different questions to understand them more, and I, I made excuses for my mom growing up. And not that she didn't deserve them, because she did. But instead of recognizing that she she did have those excuses, but I still needed and deserved what I should have gotten, what every kid should get, I internalized a lot of emotions. And I'm the darkest of my mom's children and I don't know if you know this but there's colorism among Mexicans they called me negrita my hair is curly and it can kind of look afro-ish if if I don't put nothing in it and it gets dry and gets real frizzy and it just poofs out so I mean they picked on me for that and I can't lie that hurt my that hurt my my self-esteem bad that did like if you if you have kids and you make fun of them and they don't and they don't talk shit back or they just you know walk away quietly like you really fucking hurt their feelings like you should care about that don't fucking pick on kids especially about things that they can't control I couldn't control how dark my skin got every time I the skin touched it. I couldn't control how frizzy my hair got because I didn't know what the fuck to do with it. My 
on top of that um the vibes in our household were really violent i could say that they were angry i mean we had we, we got dealt some tough cards and everyone doesn't deal with things the same way i'm an emotional person like i've always felt all these emotions and because of that i took on the role of a martyr like i i would die before i hurt someone that's that's how i conditioned myself when i was younger I would rather hurt myself than to hurt my family. Than to participate in those things. Like, they fought every day. Every day. And sometimes they would drag me in it just being mean and being bullies. And that crushed my self-esteem. And I think, like fear took a big role in my life at a young age I would go hide in closets so the totality of me in itself has a lot of dimensions and I'm probably not the typical girl that you would think would come from the ghetto from poverty I'm still very much poor at this moment do I see that lasting? hell no I'm gonna make it I'm gonna be successful I've gotten out of my way and that was my biggest biggest obstacle you can find me on all platforms at my fiery diary if you wanna check out my poetry that's where I um, post on YouTube and Instagram my Facebook is kind of fucking crazy, but yeah. I'm also a sexual being. Um, I've been masturbating since I was seven. I remember being in the tub and we had a removable shower head and I was filling the water up. And I remember that stream touching me. And I remember it feeling good. Like, I wanted more. I'm also an addict. I have a very addictive personality. And the best thing that I've become addicted on was me. Like, I finally got addicted to the right fucking thing. Anyways, that'll become important in a later story. About that bitch-ass ex of mine. Anyways. So... That's why I say it's important to talk to your daughters. It's important to know what's going on with their bodies. It's important for you to let them know it's important. So they can ask any questions that they might need to ask. If I had felt comfortable or if my mother had a safe space for me to come to, maybe I would have felt like that needed to be shared. But instead... I liked it and I kept doing it in private no one knew eventually 
<laughs> eventually I'm also bisexual I don't know if it's just bisexual or just pansexual I love people's souls I love when someone can show me their soul and they're not afraid and they know who they are I love that shit. Like, I fucking love that shit. So, I get this girlfriend at the age of eight. (laughs) She happens to be my brother's friend's sister. We go to the same school, so we meet up after school. That's a story in itself, because that right there is crazy the important thing I want you to understand is that I have taken every page of my life and dissected it because I knew it was me or I would come to find out that it wasn't me but you'll notice if you really look at yourself you'll You'll really be able to tell the things that you took on that weren't you. And the things that maybe you hated about yourself that are just you. Like, it's you. Like, you have to accept yourself as you are. At a young age. Because I hid that. I internalized that. And I condemned myself for for a long time. For a long time. I opened up a world of sexuality that I should not have walked in at the age of seven. No girl should walk in her sexuality at the age of seven by herself. She needs guidance. She needs guidance. She needs to know what's right or wrong so she can be prepared. A lot of times when girls' innocence is not taken or you know, either taken or you know explored at a young age it does open them up for a lot of different things I've read so many books about rape and molestation and it's very common it's a very common theme that if it happens to you once it's gonna happen again if you don't tell anyone if you don't take it serious if you don't get the proper guidance or the proper counseling like it eventually will repeat itself and I hate to say this but everything in life that's thrown at us can be taken as a lesson can be dissected and made into a PowerPoint so we could teach ourselves like okay this happened because of this and dots can be connected and eyes can be opened a little light inside your head could turn on and you'll finally get it but not everybody's afforded the opportunity like I find it hard to believe that there are people in this world that have never had an abusive relationship I find it hard to believe that there are people in this world that have a loving mother and father that have that support that have that foundation but it's out there it's not something that's 
common around me and my stepping grounds because the ghetto doesn't have that. Like, yes, you'll have a lot of strong mothers who go above and beyond, but a lot of them have to work a lot of hours just to get the bills paid, get food on the table because our government feels like you can still be in poverty but not qualify for food stamps. Like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? It don't make sense. This whole fucking... That's a whole nother fucking thing. Like, I'm not... (laughs) I'm not gonna go into those topics because I want this podcast to be about me. I have ran away from myself for so fucking long. And my life is really supposed to be about me. Like, my energy is supposed to be used on me. So, I'm embracing that. Let's see. Message me any questions. Uh, If there's any topics that you want to go deeper into. Or if you would like for um, a private conversation. I don't mind. I'm very open-minded. I'm not a counselor. I cannot give you advice. But I can share my story. I can share what helped me. I was depressed from the age of seven because as soon as I started masturbating, it's like a whole shadow world opened up and I was stuck in between. Like, I was really stuck in between. I was on autopilot until I turned 20. I just let things happen to me. And I think that's the saddest thing in the world knowing that I'm sorry I'm so stuffed up I've been crying so much lately I've been really emotional but that's because I'm letting my emotions flow and I'm not thinking myself out of them but there are really people that are so alone right now they'd rather not wake up tomorrow like they feel Hopeless, And I know because I used to feel like that. Like, I used to... I used to ball up in a corner in the dark. Begging for God to let me die. Not understanding why I had to go through everything I went through. But there's so many of us. There is. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. But... I'm not going to let my emotions take off right now because maybe me sharing my story will help someone speak up about theirs. And I think that's the most important thing to me. My life could have kept going the way that it was going had I never spoke up about what happened to me, what I had done, it put me on a different path. I was able to find healing. It took a long time because the first door I went through was religion. And there are some churches out there that are very manipulative that will take advantage of people like me. 
and <laughs> take all their money. Anyways, I will fucking talk about religion because I learned a lot about the way the world is and um, um, motherfucking wolves in sheep's clothing. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to talk about that. You could even reach me at my fiery diary at gmail.com. I have a lot of resources um, as far as information goes. If you're looking for any information about mental health or emotional intelligence, critical thinking I know these are things that <laughs> a lot of people already know so if you know shut the fuck up I'm not talking to you but I was fucking 28 and I had never heard the term critical thinking <laughs> like I never had I was in college at 28 Excuse me. I was in college at 28. And I was, um... At this point, I wasn't shy anymore. Like, in high school, I didn't even eat. I would go to the restroom and and wait in a stall. (laughs) <laughs> I was fucking traumatized. Until I found a friend that I could skip school with to smoke weed. <laughs> Damn. And that's why it's important to know what your kids are up to. And to know who they hang out with. But. I'm in college and I'm fucking 28. And. I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't say it, I was bragging, but, you know, I had gotten to a point where I just really wanted to accept who I was. So I shared my story openly and boldly. And I happened to be talking about my most recent abusive ex and how I would always, you know, the thought would always come to leave him alone but I couldn't like then I would immediately be calling him or texting him and that's another thing I'll be talking about abusive and domestic um domestic violent relationships cause that's something that I had to go through it's hard <laughs> It's hard being a part of that demographic that don't know love. There's so many fucking tough lessons. So many tough lessons. So I'm here talking about what I've learned and experiences that I've explored. And experience is the best teacher. So... This is my fiery diary oh I didn't finish (laughs) I didn't finish I've smoked a lot of weed in my life (laughs) I didn't finish what I was saying about um, 
I was sharing my story, right? My English professor, he was like, so you're telling me that you know you need to leave him alone, but you don't? And I was like, I guess. And he was like, that's not very good critical thinking. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and everyone in the class just laughed at me. This was a small college. It felt like high school. It felt more of like a private high school than an actual fucking college. I didn't even have to do nothing. I didn't even fucking study for the fucking test. And I still passed with the fucking 3.52 GPA. Like, this shit is bullshit. Anyways. Fuck them student loans. Um, so I'm like stunned. Like, at this point, I'm like, huh? Critical thinking? What the fuck is that? I had conditioned myself just to <laughs> do whatever. Like... If I had the thought that something was not good for me and then in the next moment I wanted it, I was going to get it. I didn't understand that you could have a different narrative of a dialogue inside yourself. The only the only thing that I understood was that I had a mean voice inside of me. That was always calling me stupid. Always telling me I was ugly. Always telling me I was unworthy. Always bashing me. And (laughs) I hated myself. I had conditioned myself to hate myself. But I still walked around confident. Like, And I think that's what really... made my professor like stand up and say he was really cool like he and I think he saw that I was too intelligent to be acting that dumb too bad for me learning critical thinking was gonna take about five years and a baby and um my stubborn ass wouldn't get it until I was fucking 33. And you know what? 33 is still young. So I still have a lot of fucking time. To live my 